Hi, this is the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show. My name is Josh, full beard now, Bashinsky, because it's fall. And uh, if you've never watched the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show, uh, we are the best SEO show on the YouTubes. We're the best SEO show that exists, period, because we have the most amount of knowledge. We have the most green shirts out of, out of all the hosts who are on the show. And uh, we have the best kind of quality of knowledge, which is scientific knowledge. And that's what makes us superior. And we have better haircuts. <laughs> so uh, today, the uh, NFG boys have invaded. They've taken over the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show. And I want, uh, I want them to go ahead and introduce themselves. Brad, why don't you start? What up, Brad? Running NFG SEO, emailing, listening to uh, Kyle and uh, Jordan and Mike so I can rank shit. So that's how it goes. What are you drinking? Um, Is that Crush? No, peach tea. Oh, I thought it was like a four loco. So uh, I, I, <laughs> you're, you're speaking a strange language. I don't understand what that means. Yes. This, are those illegal anymore? I thought no, they, they took they took the caffeine out, so kids can't get drunk and run into oncoming traffic. So and Jordan, why don't you go next? That's fair. Uh, Jordan, everyone, uh, been in the game for about eleven years. I'm your local guy, so any questions about GMB? The underground GMB king, everyone. Isn't there a new name that you had for me? Uh, the People's Champ, yes. A.K.A. <laughs> the People's Champ, A.K.A. whatever the hell I make up. So. <laughs> the, the, peop the People's Champ. And yeah. then, of course, we have Kyle. Say hi, say hi Kyle. How are we doing? Do I need an intro? I'm Kyle. Yeah, no, your reputation <laughs> precedes you, I'm sure. Obviously. But just for those who never, never don't know who you are, those the two people out of the 1,300 people who watch. Granted. Uh, I have an agency, HVSEO. Uh, we have offices in Phoenix, which is where I am now. We have offices in Berlin and Melbourne. Do um, local to national to international SEO. Uh, I've also put a little tool together, Page Optimizer Pro, for on-page work. Um, I speak at a lot of conferences, usually about on-page and, um, and testing. And I'm the lead tester at SIA, which is a group of professionals that come together to, to work on some tests. And we try to figure some stuff out. That is true, and both Ted and I and yourself are members. And last but not least, our black hat slash gray hat slash nerd hat co-host, Ted Kubitis. Say hi there, Ted. Hi. I'm here. You know me. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. So as I said, um, the NFG boys here, Jordan, and uh, uh, well, Jordan is welcome on the show anytime, and so is Brad for that matter. But these guys are all here specifically for uh, the new NFG conference that's coming up in Greensboro in uh, uh, October, November. Let me get October. the date right. Yeah, October 20th October 20th. And 20th. Yep. October 20th. Right, right, right. I should remember that. Uh, so that's why they're all here. We're all going to be talking SEO. Josh, so are you going to be able to come to that and speak, drop some knowledge? All of us, I think, are going. Isn't that, isn't that the case? That's the plan. I was just placing leading questions. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I think we're all going to be there. Um, uh, and, uh, we'll be happy to be in the Carolinas here in Greensboro and, uh, and so, Mike Pierce too. He wasn't able to make it today, but Mike Pierce will be there as well. <laughs> yes. Mike Pierce is currently trying to leave Toronto airport. He's currently in customs. So for those of you who've never seen the show before, we're going to be answering all your SEO questions. Uh, you can ask questions up on the top right-hand side here, which I should be pointing at the right, uh, right spot or the top, uh, yeah, right-hand side. And um, uh, we're going to be answering all your SEO questions. And I've got two special announcements for you today, uh, a, a special presentation and a whole bunch of good stuff for you. I hope you find one of these presentations as, as humorous as I do. It's a bit of a gift for the NFG guys here. But also, there is a point to, to my showing, and I will explain 
what that point is at the end. The first announcement is that uh, I'm happy to announce that my movie, Don't Be Evil, Google Secret War, I made a documentary film about Google and how they treat small businesses and uh, the pros and cons and the ethics kind of behind uh, Google search. And that movie is going to be officially released on October 31st on iTunes. It's finally nice. uh, through post-production and uh, it's finally approved all the checks you have to do to go through to iTunes. So my movie's been approved and it will be oh, released yeah. October 31st, Halloween. So, Congratulations, um, man. Hell yeah. It's a lot of work that you put into that. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I hope you all enjoy it. So I will be putting ads about that, and uh, it's available for pre-order on October 17th. So uh, watch out for that. That's the first announcement. It's only, you know, three years after I made it, but it's still relevant. It doesn't matter if I'm talking about Matt Cuts and, and, and Amit all, even though they don't work for Google anymore. It, that doesn't matter. The, the philosophy of Google has remained the same the whole time, and so it's still relevant. Show it to your uncles. Show it to your aunts so they know what we're going through, so they know what's kind of going on here. Because Google has been in the news a lot lately, but nobody has been talking about, they've been talking about our privacy. They've been talking about how they can control democracy. They've been talking about how they control truth. They've been talking about how they're a monopoly in search. Nobody's been talking about how they hurt small businesses. And I think that's the last big thing that no one realizes is, is how they're kind of the digital Walmart and they can run small businesses right, right out of work. Uh, yeah. They can put people out of business, thousands of people out of business and just, uh, and they can, control the agora to use the greek word agora the marketplace they can control the agora completely and so that's essentially what my movie is about a lot of a lot of people you know don't know the history because they're new to seo like they've come into the game within the past five ten years but some of us old timers we go all the way back to doing seo before there was a google Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a time when Google promised, they swore up and down that they would never co-mingle ads in the organic web results. Yep. Now there's only a tiny little snipe that distinguishes <laughs> the difference between those two. Um, you know, and SEO is an industry that has survived best efforts to annihilate it. So, you know, I am thrilled that your documentary's coming out. Well, glad. I'm, I'm happy about it, too. And uh, so it will be coming out on iTunes, and we're going to do kind of a stealth launch because I don't want Google to notice because <laughs> I don't want them to come after me. So we're going to release it on iTunes, and I'm not going to do a big – we're going to advertise it on Facebook. We're just kind of like a stealth group of people to watch it, just like we got 40,000 people or so to watch the, uh, the, the trailer. We're going to get, you know – uh, as many people as we can to watch it through iTunes. Then we're going to put it everywhere. Amazon Prime, you know, all over the place, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Hulu, all that kind of bit. And so it'll be, it'll be, it'll be in uh, your favorite video place. It'll be there soon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's now move on to what's new in SEO. Uh, I've got a couple of more announcements here for you too. And a couple of things. Um, there has been tons of updates going on. Uh, let me just quickly kind of recover, uh, rehash that. Um, Barry Schwartz on his on his blog has been talking about all the new updates. Uh, they're talking about one here. They're talking about one here. They're talking about one here. I mean, they've been talking about Google updates every week, more or less, for the last uh, few weeks. And uh, we really started to see this update coming on August 18th to 26th. And uh, one sure sign that you might be and it seems to be related to the, the previous August 1st update, which they're calling the medic update, which is ridiculous. It had nothing natively to do with the medical sites. Both Gary Ilyish of Google has admitted this. John Mueller of Google has admitted this. 
So stop calling it the medic update because that's not what it was about. But um, we're calling it the August 1st update or the July 29th update because that's more or less when that one rolled out. But it basically seems like every week now there's there's kind of an update. They're kind of shifting things around and getting the artificial intelligence to um, to make judgments. I call them relevance updates. Uh, do you guys have any opinion about that, whether you would call them relevance updates or, or how would you refer to these? I call them shuffling the deck updates because it seems like that's what they're doing. It's like things are just hopping around every single, like right now it's about every couple weeks. I think it's going to be something that they're going to do probably once a month. Yeah, I, I think so. At least once a month. They seem to be doing it almost weekly at this point. So, so again, this is the new normal. They're artificial intelligence making decisions uh, for what's relevant for a search query. So I call them the relevance updates. So keep in mind for that. Okay, so that's what's going on in the SEO community. Something else is going on in the SEO community, and I would like to talk about uh, SEO charlatans and uh, people who have no business selling SEO and have no idea what it's about, but who are really good salespeople. For example, let me show you um, what happened very recently. I got an email uh, from an old friend of the show. So let me let me show you this email, and there's a point. Other than, I know the NFG guys are going to find this very funny, uh, but other than that, there's a point to me going over all this, and I will go over it in a second. I will explain what the point is, other than just uh, uh, calling out and making, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, in, engaging in, in SEO fighting. You don't have to be a good SEO to have an SEO agency, though, Josh, just so you know. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. This is the case <laughs> yeah. in point. Yeah. So I have this gentleman, Mr. Chase Reiner, who emailed me, and this is after he Skyped me. Now, this is this is the same Chase Reiner that we had the infamous fight with a few weeks ago where we explained to him very, very politely that he had no idea what he was talking about because he does not base his SEO off of evidence and scientific methods. He bases it off of, um, I don't know, his just best guess as to what's going on. And so let me read it out. He says, as mentioned, I think you and I can make some serious dough with the products and services I have in place. And he said, here's one of my clients that I'm doing SEO for, and this is the attachment here. So here's his national client. Fancy. That he's doing SEO for. I mean, good for uh, him. I'll, I'll send you a graph that looks a little better. <laughs> well, I could, I could I send you 30 graphs, which look a little bit better. But yeah. so he sent me one of the examples to prove that he's, he's doing good SEO. And then he says, this revenue I'd be willing to give you of a percentage of recurring. And in terms of courses, he says, mine sell very well. I have made over six of them, and I have done 20 to 30K within just their pre-sales. And he actually took screenshots of what I'm guessing is his bank account and showed me the deposits that he's made and the gross volume of, of the money that he's made for this date for what he's selling his courses for, uh, pre-selling his courses for. And here's another one of the actual money that he, he, he I'm, I'm assuming he didn't Photoshop this. I'm, I'm going to believe it. And all, all this, all the sales he's making here, this is all great and good for him. He's also going to start up a mastermind that has, uh, again, that he said he had 39 members and they're paying 50 bucks a month uh, for his mastermind. Um, my opinion, that's a little low. People How pay much? 39 bucks? Uh, 49 whole dollars. Oh, 49? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I hope I and can And of course, he it. says he'll be selling more in the future. He says, let me know if you're interested in helping me promote anything that catches your interest. <laughs> and so I said... Let, uh, oh yeah, and by the way, he he his signature ha says he's the highest righted SEO consultant on Google. Highest righted? Yes. Is that English? 
Yes. Well, no, it's oh. supposed to be highest rated. That's that's a typo. Oh. oh, gotcha. But he is the highest rated SEO consultant on Google. And so I said, let me get this straight. You want me to be an affiliate for you? I just want to make sure I understand. And he said, yeah, a, a partner in terms of him doing the work for clients that I acquire for him. Um, I don't know. I thought you might get a kick out of that. Uh, and uh, the fact that he said he was the highest rated SEO consultant on Google. Well, he um, might be. Maybe in Santa Barbara. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let me tell you what I think is, is wrong with this. When, when a guy emails me and, I mean, clearly, when he sends me his bank account, actual screenshots of his bank account, this tells me this guy only cares about money. He's trying to pre-sell courses. He has no idea what, what is going on with SEO. He's denied scientific methods. He's denied that, that mathematics and scientific methods count in SEO or should be used in SEO. And clearly, he only cares about money. If he wants me to do more selling for him, all he cares about is money right at that point. So this is the kind of thing I think people should be watching out for is that, yeah, is what Brad said at the beginning. It's not, it, it, guy, it, just because you have one site that seems to be doing kind of well, actually it looked to me like it had some panda drops, doesn't mean that, that you know what's going on with SEO. If you go to bit.ly slash SEO proof, you can see 30 different sites, which I'm ranking, which are doing very well. I'm sure all these guys could provide the same kind of reports. One one national uh, brand that you that is doing very well is not proof of 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 them knowing anything, and and even that's even that let's say we photoshopped all that like ignore that say we photoshopped all that stuff ignore all those ranking charts that we can show. At the end of the day, you have to listen to the quality of the evidence that they're giving. If they're not giving good evidence, then you shouldn't listen to them at all. You shouldn't be buying their courses when they don't have any evidence for the the courses that they're selling. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just think that that's kind of interesting that that even after me, me telling the guy that you, you don't know what you're doing when it comes to evidence and, and scientific based SEO, he just sends out an email saying, you know, can you get me more sales? Uh, uh, and I think clearly he just cares about the money. Uh, maybe this is a personal bias on my part. <laughs> I'm a little hurt that he didn't email me. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sure he will. Yeah. If he had your well, email address, I'm sure he will. So anyway, I got I got a little I got a little uh, a little I thought it was a little funny. He was the highest rated SEO on on Google. I thought that was I thought that was pretty impressive. But but I, I would watch out for SEO charlatans like that. You and Chase are going to have a, a big problem when this feud goes stale and it no longer <laughs> gets the buzz that it's been getting. Right. Uh, right. It, uh, it, it should it, go stale I, right about now. <laughs> you, you guys are going to need to find something new to wage war about. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, we can have a boxing match if we want to in Greensboro. Sure. You know, we can. Sure. That, yeah. that, could, that could be arranged in yeah. Canada so I have health care. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. Idea. Yeah, I, I know well, a guy that has a ring. Yeah, but anyway, no, I don't. I forget I said that. I don't even want to go to that. That's that's another level of of, of silly childness that I don't even want to go yeah. to. But well, but quite frankly, my point. I have nothing against Chase. Personally, he's a very charismatic guy, and that's why everyone follows him because he's a very charismatic guy. And I told my mentorship group this here today. You don't want the guy who's going to give you the guided course. You don't want the guy who's going to take you on a fishing boat and fish for you and hold the rod for you and say, do this, do that, do this. You want the guy who's going to teach you how to fish. I don't want you to do what I say to do. I want you to know what I know. And there's a huge, to use the language, there's a huge epistemological difference there between doing what Chase tells you to do and 
and learning what Josh knows works for SEO and what people like Ted know, what people like Kyle know, what people like Jordan know, what people like Brad know. I want you to know what I know. And when you join my mentorship group, I'm going to teach you to learn like I've learned to know what I know. So you don't need me at some point. Whereas if you just do what Chase is telling you to do, you're on his, you're on his money train. You're going to keep just buying his courses again and again and again. So do you guys have any opinion about that? Am I off in the reads? Do you agree, disagree? I don't think you, I mean, it's hard for me to put a lot of faith in people that only make their money selling courses. That's my opinion. I always like when I started, like I've got a few, you know, I've, we've had a few courses come out. They've been, you know, successful, but I always try and make more money with my agency and actually doing SEO than I do from selling courses. So that's how I look at it. I'm not a guru. I actually work for a living. Uh, to quote Steve Fantasia, you know. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. It, it, for me, I mean, it took me 10 years and Mike like hounding me, hounding me, hounding me to put out a GMB course. And even then it, it was me, it was kind of an opportunity for me to give back. That's why I priced it so low. Um, it was kind of more of a way for me to be able to get back to other SEOs and small businesses because I'm a, I'm huge into small business. That's why uh, I love the movie that you're coming out with because I'm a huge advocate for small businesses. I've had a large locksmith business get shut down because Google saw that for whatever reason, you know, Jordan can't ever have a local business ever again. So that's why I really pushed into working with GMB and small businesses. Um, I don't believe that. I, I think he might have good intentions, but his intentions rely only on money, not on helping people out. So when that gets in the way, then the whole side of money becomes an overbearing factor. And I don't think that's right. So at the end of the day, I don't give a shit what he does, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, neither do I. I mean, yeah. he's not, I don't, I don't either, but if that's your only goal to go come in as money and I actually feel like you want to help people out, like Josh, actually all of his, his mentorship, he really wants to help SEOs out and grow. Well, their business. If you, same thing with clients or, um, or having like a mastermind or uh, a course or anything like that. If you help the people to make money long-term, then you're going to make more money. So it kind of comes back around. Same with clients. If they're making money from your SEO, you think they're going to stop paying you? Not unless they're retarded, but I mean, you have clients like that, that you're making them money and they, they still drop you, but <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, clients, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The psychology of clients is a whole nother show. Clients are fun. Yeah. So, Watch out. I mean, and, and you're, at the end of the day, I like Chase. This is not against Chase per se. This is against all the charlatans out there who are just selling courses, who don't also do the SEO, who don't have a, a folder of like 50 different sites they're ranking. And not only that, but show the scientific evidence of what they're doing and the quality of their evidence. It's the quality of what they're talking about is what you need to worry about. And that's kind of what you're going to get on this show in my mentorship group. If you follow Ted, if you follow Kyle, and also, if you go to this conference that we're doing, that's that's the kind of stuff you're going to get. So let's not talk about that anymore. Let's move on. Uh, the news, the oh, news. But but at the conference, I'm just going to talk about making money. But you can <laughs> talk about your scientific stuff. But I'm okay. Keeping it, so okay, that's what Kyle and, and Ted and I are there for. Yeah, the exactly. Just, and then you guys I'm, get to talk about. I'm here. I'm, I'm CMO in every corporation I'm in, or every company I'm in. Chief motivational officer. So <laughs> we'll yes. motivate you. Yeah, make money or. Uh, stop doing it. But you definitely need you definitely need the motivation. Okay, so another new thing in SEO is um, 
They just released uh, the new Search Console. Have any of you guys had a chance to check out the new Search Console yet? I didn't like it. Yeah, I checked it out. I'm still back. switching back to the old view for right now <laughs> until I get forced to go yeah. into it like AdWords was. Is there a way to, to check the, uh, the actual ranking? I know that's not like 100%, but it's cool to watch. But I didn't see that in there, like the little button, the green line. Yeah, no, it's definitely in there. Um, okay. it, it, is, it is based on, on how many times Google has shown that page to yeah. users. So that yeah. includes when well, they're a, testing yeah. pages. Yeah. That includes when they're doing query deserves diversity. So it's not it's not like your standard rank tracker where you're going to be on position five and then six and then four and then three. It's yeah, I always showing, look at the impressions too, but yeah, I didn't know if I like to see the green line too. You have to uh, you have to hit the tab. It's not intuitive. It took me okay. a week yeah. to... Yeah, I looked at it for like ten minutes and got pissed off. Yeah. And went back. You have to you have to hit the tab. It took me a while gotcha. to figure out. I was like, where where's this info? Well, exactly. I went and I read the help documents uh, for for this thing. I don't know I how to read. Up so with, that's my problem. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, I, I took. I crossed it around to read it to me, so I couldn't I couldn't find it. And I found some gems in there that I just wanted to share with you guys. So here's a couple of them. First off, is notice. Um, they have a distinction in there now where they're telling you kind of what the status is of, uh, of your crawling and indexing. And there's a couple of ones that are interesting in there that you might not know. Like there's crawled but not indexed, and there's discovered but not crawled. So discovered but not crawled seems to mean that they've discovered it, but it looks like it's such a piece of crap page, they don't even want to crawl it. And then crawled but not indexed is the same kind of a deal. Uh, it may or may not be indexed in the future, uh, there's no need to resubmit this URL for crawling. That's a nice little subtle hint. <laughs> Please do not resubmit this for crawling. We've decided this is a shit page, and we don't want anything to do with it. So if you're seeing that in your uh, new search console, and if that's on most of your pages, uh, brother, you got a problem. Uh, Google thinks your pages are all thin, and you, and you definitely need to do something about it. Also, here's the current list of... Um, of manual actions. I don't know if you guys have all seen this. These are the current list of manual actions directly from the help in the new Search Console. There's hacked site, user-generated spam, spammy free host, spammy structured markup, unnatural links to your site, which I think still breaks down into two different kinds, uh, penalty versus links and penalty versus site, unnatural links from your site, thin content with little or no added value, Cloaking or sneaky redirects, that's one Whoops. that uh, we're going to have to watch out for uh, more and more. <laughs> uh, pure spam, cloaked images, hidden text or keyword stuffing, there's another one we got to watch out for. AMP content mismatch and sneaky mobile redirects. So that seems to be the current list right now of manual actions. Do you think they missed any or do you think that's about it? I mean, cloaking is the biggest one, I think. I mean, the, the most black hat. One. Yeah, um, I've I haven't seen I've seen this one, I haven't seen ever this one or this one or this one. Um, I don't know if they're actually enforcing that because I'm doing so much testing with hidden text and keyword stuffing, and they've never bubbled up to the manual team. So I don't even think they're enforcing those. I think those are just there to, you know, make Scary. you scared not to do it. What about spammy structured markup? I don't remember seeing that. Uh, I think that's what they're going to give you when you're like pretending you have reviews and you don't. Well, mm. you better watch out, Jordan. Yeah, oh no. Keep in mind that Google claims to be aware of over 200 trillion URLs. 
So when you talk about manual review and 200 trillion URLs, have fun, buddy. <laughs> okay, another really cool thing I found out in the in the help documents there for Search Console uh, is their description here of how are these URLs found. Uh, Google discovers URLs through many means. I thought that was most, very interesting that they admitted that they found URLs through many means, most commonly by following links from crawled pages or by sitemaps. Uh, and then they go on to explain that some things these links are wrong. They lead to 404s. You might want to 301 those to a new a new page. But I found it interesting. The little 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 tidbit here is that they admit that Google discovers URLs through many means, not just links. Uh, what do you guys think in terms of other means that they they're using to find pages? Um, I would say I did notice quite a bit uh, with GMB when you get a GMB. Uh, active they will crawl those and those pages usually get indexed pretty quick because like that really that, yeah like like within a couple of seconds yeah yeah definitely i've also noticed them picking up uh, uh urls through my gmail as well so i think they're i think they're checking gmail for for links and they always seem to route links out of gmail through google i don't know if you've noticed that like they 302 them through google have you guys ever seen that mm -hmm. Uh, if you uh, if you submit it or check the uh, mobile usability, it'll index it pretty quick too. Usually within a day, a lot less, a lot of the time. Ooh, and can you use that? I used to use the web spam form for that trick for backlinks. Can you? Do you think you could do that for backlinks? I don't see why you couldn't. Yeah, it gets it indexed. Like if I put in a new page, I don't want to run it through Webmaster Tools or Search Console. I'll just go to check mobile um, usability or whatever it's called. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that's a, you heard it here first, folks. That's a really excellent tip, actually, to getting a page index that you don't have control of. I'm going to test that. I'm going to use that uh, uh, precisely. Thank you very much. Uh, also, I noticed this one here about when they're talking about um, if you just purchased a site. This one was fascinating. Take a look at this one. Um, it, if it's, I was talking about manual penalties, and it says, but what if I just bought this site? It said, if you recently bought a site that violated our guidelines before you owned it, Fix the issues listed in the report, then let us know in your reconsideration request that you recently acquired the site and it now adheres to the guidelines. Hey, Josh, you kicked the beehive and Chase wants in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does he? Um, okay, maybe NFG. after this. Yeah, NFG event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think he's presenting at NFG, so, so probably not. No. Um, so anyway, this one I find very interesting. Uh, uh, the issues list in the report, then let us know in your reconsideration request that you recently acquired this site and that it now adheres to the guidelines. So I mean, when, I'm, when I uh, read between the lines here, this tells me that whenever I'm going to do a reconsideration request, I should basically say, uh, uh, I just bought the site and I, I found out it has this penalty and please, please let it go. Because this, if they're actually going to go so far as to say this in here, this tells me that definitely uh, uh, they're going to give you special consideration if you tell them you just bought it. And last but not least, you can now, I don't know if you know, you can now apparently share reports in Search Console, uh, including your performance report and other reports. You just click the share button, and you can share it with uh, other people. So that's kind of a cool thing. 
that might be the new way that uh, that SEOs brag about their rankings is clicking the share button right out of Search Console and showing the rankings. So that'd be a cool thing to, to, to check out. Okay, so uh, let's go to the comments here. Dare we go to the comments and see what's going on in the comments? Nothing too bad that I see. Oh, okay. Well, uh, as I said, if you have SEO, if you have SEO questions, ask them at the top right-hand side. Uh, we're definitely, gonna, if you're watching live on YouTube, we're definitely going to answer your SEO questions if we can, if they equal some kind of uh, good SEO question. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, do, 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 do. I don't see any SEO questions. I see. Ask some fucking questions, everyone. <laughs> that's 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 Brad's polite voice. Somebody yeah. asked about the somebody asked about the conference we keep talking about. How about yeah, some so details, Brad? Uh, we should probably talk about that before too long. So please take it away. Talk about the conference. Yeah. Um. Let me bring it up. Actually, nfgseo.com/slash/josh. I think I tried to make that easy because the other the main uh, URL is harder to remember. It's Greensboro 2018. But hang on, let me bring it up. So this year we are stacking the deck, as we call it. So hang on, I'm try typing stacking the deck in here. Mgco.com slash. So this year we're stacking the deck. Uh, Jordan kept nagging me and Mike about wanting to do an event. We didn't know if we wanted to do it because last year it went so well. We had Steve there. Um, didn't want to disappoint anyone, but Jordan's like, I can show some shit. I can show some shit. I'm like, all right, let's do it. But if we're going to do it, see if, uh, Josh can come, see if Kyle can come, see if Ted can come, see if Angel can come. Let's get as many of these dudes in the same room. So when you go there, you're going to like get the best of the best. It's like this room right now. People are commenting, like how the fuck do you get all these people on? Um, the event's going to be better because we're going to have, I think Angel's coming. Um, last I heard he was, uh, Victor Smush, um, he runs a, uh, a link outreach program, uh, for anyone that needs uh, link love. And then we've got, of course, Jordan with his GMB mastery. Um, he's blowing people away with the course thus far. People are like, people are successful with that. Right. Right. Jordan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, he's got some more tricks up his sleeve. I think he might even show how to get a, a uh, um, a GMB pin dropped at the event live. So that's worth it. Um, and then you got Kyle and Ted, the on-page mastery duo. Um, they, uh, like I, I've taken stuff that both of them have showed me and I've been able to rank uh, top five CPC terms, national level terms uh, with no links. So that's pretty badass. Um, just excited for everyone. So nfgseo.com slash Josh. And of course, Josh is gonna be there with his empirical evidence I'm not smart enough to run that kind of SEO. So a lot of times I have to just listen to him uh, and everyone else in the room. Uh, I defer to him. I don't do any SEO testing. I just, you know, find out what works for me and do it. Um, but we can go over the mini net shit. The big thing that I want to cover is I feel like when I talk to people, they're, they're setting their agencies up wrong. Um, you know how to fucking do SEO um, with everyone in this room. And, you know, you're obviously following Josh and everyone else. Um, might as well make some fucking money out of it. Uh, so the only way to do that, in my opinion, is to set up the cogs that'll allow it to run, you know, on autopilot with you in the background doing the technical stuff that Josh tells you to do um, and testing and stuff. So you can make sure that all of the clients have the best uh, results possible. So 
Um, that's it in a nutshell. If you want to go to nfgseo.com slash Josh, uh, you can read through, but I mean, it's going to be badass. I can't, honestly, I can't believe everyone's schedules worked out and they agreed to come. So I was pretty blown away. So I don't see us doing it, doing it again next year unless we can top this. So, and I just want to say that it's really good timing too, because I know Ted and Kyle and myself, we've all recently had some really interesting uh, discoveries. Ted is is uh, is just uh, building core four, and hopefully, I don't want to put pressure on Ted, but hopefully, it'll be done by then, and he'll be showing us all the crazy new stuff in core four. Kyle, I know you've just been doing a whole bunch of new experiments, and I just uh, did. Uh, you're you're doing your stuff, and I just did a bunch of new experiments with my group, and it is mind blowing what Google is doing now since April sixteenth. Um, I know some bombshell SEO things that I won't even say out loud because you wouldn't believe me <laughs> unless you saw the tests I was doing, unless you're in my mentorship group and you've been with me with the tests and we're like scratching our head like this can't be right. We tested three or four times. So we're like, okay, Google's doing this now. So if you want to learn those things, come to the conference. I'll be talking about them. If you want to see me in person and talk about it in person, if you want to join my mentorship group, you can learn it sooner. Um, but let me just say something about conferences is that it usually is good to meet somebody in person because you know what the magic of the conference is, in my opinion, you guys can agree or disagree. The magic of the conference, in my opinion, is when you're all sitting around having beers or eating or whatever, and then someone gets an idea and you start riffing off of ideas and that's where the magic yes. really happens. Yeah, and also you have these congregations throughout the room. So you get someone like Josh, you can actually corner him and pick his brain like live in living color. You can corner Jordan, corner, you know, buy him a drink, they'll tell you whatever they want, you know? <laughs> so um, yeah, that's that's the biggest part, at least in my opinion, is the, uh, the networking. You're gonna be around like-minded individuals, which I don't know about anyone else in here, but when I fucking talk about it and people with people in my neighborhood, what I do, they look confused as shit. So it's good to actually talk and, you know, people are like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You know, there, and, and there might be an on page uh, debate between Kyle and Ted. I don't know if they know that yet, but are, are we bringing the boxing ring? Is that I confirmed? Think, I, I yeah. think so. Bring your own mouth guard, but yeah. Yeah. I've been, right. the I've been hitting the treadmill, so that's good. That's right. <laughs> nice. Get ready to agree. I know, exactly. Right. <laughs> Ted and I have so few disagreements, and our disagreements are so esoteric, it's not even worth yeah, talking I, about. I, I think our biggest disagreement right now is whether or not over-optimization is real or not. Yeah. You know, that that would be a cool debate. Yeah, that would be. I'd do that one. I'm 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 not entirely sure it is. I'm doing some testing where I've got like times nine keywords and they're and they're ranking number one. I think they turned off over-optimization or or really it's like really instead of like the times two threshold you were seeing before, Kyle, in your testing, I think they really increased it. But I'm going to do more testing and find out. You know, something else that I wanted to chime in on with going to the conference and, and meeting the people there and also the, the presenters is that the group that you have here that, that's going to be presenting are the kind of people that you can actually approach. All of us want to meet people. All of us want to talk about SEO and, and are willing to answer any and all questions from the most basic question up to the the most, you know, complex or esoteric. Like we're, and we're, all the kind of people that just want to do that. We want to be part of the SEO community so that when you come to a conference like this, you can actually meet and talk to Josh and Ted and Jordan. You, you know, you can actually come up to these guys and be like, hey, you know, I saw a video you did or I saw something you did or somebody told something and, and they're really happy to talk about it. So yeah, I've been, great about this kind of a group. I've been to uh, conferences in the past and like when they're not presenting, like some of the presenters, they just fucking disappear. You know, you don't see them for hours and that's not how it is. We uh, Yeah, I don't I, like them. 
Yeah, we're we're having it at the the proximity, which is a badass hotel. We can just walk straight downstairs to the bar, um, and, and it's it's fucking like we just took the place over last year, so plan on doing it again. <laughs> you know? okay. I see a theme, you know, take over, take over the search, take over the hotel, take yeah. over black hat versus white hat, you know. Right, um, especially right. Friday night. Hopefully, we're all still good for Saturday, but you definitely want to be there <laughs> Friday night because oh, yeah. Mike has something planned too. Okay, so I have some questions now, some legitimate questions here in the chat. So I'll see if I can adjust them. Kenny King uh, says, "I was hit with spammy, a spammy structured data markup, and it was because he had aggregated reviews across the entire site. So that's the that's the actual manual penalty you will get if you're using the review scammer wrong, uh, and if you haven't backed up your sources of where you got your reviews from with with a backlink backlink showing it. So be careful about that. They do uh, they do uh, let that out." Chase said he wants to come in and hear a debate. Sorry, Chase. Today is the NFG guys. You're more than I'm more than happy to let you on the next show if you want to debate. Uh, but uh, turnabout is fair play. You posted an email of mine on your group, so I post your email on, on my group. Um, Power B says, does the August first update have a tendency to rely more on backlinks? Um, I don't believe that's the case. Uh, yeah. I don't think we saw that in correlations. Ted, did you see that in correlations for the medic update or the August first update? Uh, sorry, what was the factor? Uh, they're asking about backlinks, and uh, if if is a tendency to rely more on backlinks for the August first update. Well, back, backlinks have always been a strong factor. As far as the movers and shakers, it looked largely like on-page stuff. Uh, one of the surprising ones in the recent update was leading keywords and headings. So having your headings start with the search term. Yeah. So if you're looking for something that might try that. Yeah. So here's the report that you did on July 29th, uh, the uh, Cora trends to kind of compare as to what's going on. And just look at all the references for keywords here. Keywords, keywords, term frequency means keywords, 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 keywords. Number of sentences is talking about on page. This is all, you know, uh, just a ton of, of data here showing that keywords are really important. Um, I don't see backlinks in this particular list. I remember uh, on August 16th, or one of them you showed did have backlinks, uh, was up 30 points. Yeah, A 30 point shift is not that much. I, I often don't run the off page because we know that backlinks are gonna be at the top of the list, like referring IP addresses and referring class Cs. and. So you, you can usually just count on those to be chart toppers. Yeah. Uh, but usually when things uh, shake up, it's usually with like on page or social or trust. And those tend to be the more interesting shakeups. Right. Kenny King asks, how many link hubs should I have on an e-commerce site? I repeat, how many link hubs should I have on an e-commerce site? Kenny, I'm not entirely sure what you mean by link hub. Uh, I, I know um, a link hub is a page that links out to a number of different um, pages on the site. So then theoretically you send links to that and it pushes it throughout. I have seen those type of pages get penalized recently. So I spread it out. What I would do, Kenny, is spread it out. So each page, each is an opportunity for a link hub. So you might link out to three or four. Um, the way uh, Kenny's in a few, few of our courses. So the way we show to do the internal linking, that's how I would do it, Kenny. And that's interesting. Um, I'd love to do some testing on that. <coughs> I've done some testing along those lines. And uh, 
uh, I think we'd have some interesting collaboration there as to yeah. what, what I see going on. Yeah, so theoretically, a uh, an HTML sitemap could be a link hub. So send, send links to your HTML sitemap, and theoretically, you just push juice out, you know, because you're a tier back from everything. But um, my thing is you don't want to hit one. Where I think people get into trouble with it is when they hit the same link hub over and over and over because they think yep. that's all they've got to do. Um, you need to spread it out. You don't want to hit the same link target on one site too many times. It's where you get into trouble with the link hubs. I don't think it's the link hubs itself. I think it's yeah. how people use them. And, and if you have other site properties, you want to definitely hit those up as well. Like Brad said, don't just keep hitting the same one over and over again. If you have 10 other sites that you can use that link out to a money site, then mix it up a bit. Uh, Young Professional Network asks, what would you put for your percentage of effort towards? Uh, for example, on-page, off-page, backlinks, local rankings. Uh, I know how I would break that down. I would do at least 33% on-page, 33% off-page, which includes social and links, and 33% user quality, user satisfaction. And that one, I would even maybe lean on a little bit heavier, like 30 to 30, 33 to 50%. What about you guys? I think it's progressive. So you need to focus on UX and uh, on-page first before you can do any linking. See right. where that takes you. Like I used um, uh, Kyle's tool, ranked for a national level top five CPC term um, with just on page. And now I'm going to start pushing it up, uh, pushing it up the page with uh, some decent links. But uh, yeah, I think it's progressive. And you should always, I mean, the end of the, at the end of the day, you want to make money with the site. That's the whole point. Um, and uh, I, I've gone into client sites and increased their, their revenue just by putting call to actions call us now you know with the number with the button that you can click they're like holy shit you know i'm like you're <laughs> welcome <logic. laughs> yeah but I, I i tell them i'm a uh a conversion rate optimization uh savant or something they're like where do all these fucking buttons come from shut up it's working <laughs> yes i know yeah and it's, it's super important i mean i I've, I've been the guy for the last six years been talking about conversion rate optimization user clicks user clicks user clicks so definitely you have to watch out for the user clicks. Uh, a call to action, surprise, it, it works. <laughs> Put it in there. Uh, people will do it. Um, and you also have to watch when you're doing on-page and conversion rate optimization at the same time, you jam a bunch of text in there to get all your keywords, and then all of your buttons and call to actions move down. You've got to be really careful about where you place all of that. I make sure they're at the top. You know, My button's like after the first paragraph, typically. Yeah, it's got a level full for sure. They yeah. got to see it right away. Yeah. And don't put it in the top right corner on every page and think that's enough, you know. In the, no, no, the people don't yeah. see the top right corner. They just no, they skip don't. it. Yep. They skip it. And that's where everyone puts their call to action. It's uh, crazy. And get a heat map and get a heat map so you can really kind of track where user clicks are going. It's I've been really pushing it for every site that I build, and it's so helpful. Yeah, testing. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Test it. Get a, get it, a heat map on there. See where they're even, even, even just one day, I was able to push a lot of my click you know, spots down a little bit just by moving it down just a, an inch off the screen. It's pretty crazy how it works. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, you got to find little little pools of, of area where uh, – little, little pools of area where, where, where their eyes are going, which you didn't realize. Like, for example, I'll, I just – actually, I'll use my page for an example here because I've been doing – of course, I've been I, I practice what I preach. I've been doing conversion rate optimization on it. So let me share this for a second and let me show you where they're ending up. So this is my mentorship club long sales letter. This is what you would use to sign up here. 
this is what you would do to sign on to my mentorship group. And of course, you know, it's a standard long sales letter. I'm, I'm showing you the graphs. This is actual graphs of what we've done. You know, here's, here's all the more graphs of what we've done, blah, 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 blah. You know, there's a lot of those. So people are obviously looking at these, all these examples of rankings. These are real actual examples of rankings of what we were doing. Um, and uh, they're looking at these, they're looking at these, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they would, they'd stop here and they'd think about it, but then they keep going and then they, they start, then they'd read the testimonials, you know, Tyler Rush from SEM Rush and all that testimonials, you know, Mike from NFG. And they would go down and they would stop here before. And I didn't have a video here before, but 95% of people would end up at the bottom of this page. And so what I did is I put this video here and I'm getting like huge clicks on this video now because they were just scrolling down and looking at the all the examples and not reading because nobody reads, who reads? And they're ending up here. And so that's what Crazy Egg is great for. You gotta watch and then they're watching the video and then now they're signing up. So- what What's it say in the video, just out of curiosity, Josh? Like, is it just a clip from the? Uh, no, that's that's my infamous silos are BS video. Okay. Which which was another time I kicked the beehive and I, and I said silos are BS. I'll, I'll send you. Them. I'll send you a, a video type that I like to include at the bottom of the page. It's pretty cool. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah it's taking like uh, sales training courses and incorporating that into a video at the you know if you're on the fence watch this, you know, and then people right. then yeah, no, you're, totally right. you're totally right. I could have done a core, a, a video like that. I'm familiar with those. I did one for my conference. I did two years ago, mm -hmm. but for that, I just wanted to put my standard. This is what you get for my standard show. Like the free show we're doing yeah. right now. This is what I normally talk about. You know, if I'm giving you this much free information and we're giving all this good information away for free, just imagine what would happen if you bought our services or, or jumped into our mentorship, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, uh, yeah, so that's why I put that. My point is that when you install Crazy Egg, you're going to see weird little things where their eyes are going, and like 95% of people made it to the bottom of the page. And so I put that video there, and that drastically increased conversions. Nice. And so that's what my only point is saying that that's what Crazy Egg is good for is definitely for finding out where the eyes are going because it's not intuitive. You wouldn't think of it necessarily. So you, uh, Jordan, you're totally right. Do the testing, install Crazy Egg, and find out where they're going and why they're not signing up and just chase the problem until they do. Uh, Dennis Dunbar asks, do we have any thoughts on using quality, a Q and A scheme for a question and answer site? Do we have any thoughts on using a, a Q and A scheme for a question and answer site? Like an FAQ site? Does, does anybody even, even do those anymore? I think you might mean Q and A schema. There's a whole schema type now for question and answer. Oh, okay, okay. He meant to say schema there. All right. Yeah. Sure. And so the thought process is that maybe that would help with uh, voice search. You know, somebody asks, uh, so you have maybe a small little Q and A section on your page. Somebody, you, you mark up the question and then you mark up the answer. Okay. Okay. Um, you can well, you you can get the featured snippet just with like uh, directly addressing the question anyway. I I don't really do a ton with schema right now, but yeah, you can you can pop the answer box just by doing that. Ask the question, answer the question, and a lot of times you'll you'll pop up. Uh, for my answer, I've never tested uh, Q and A schema. I don't know if it actually boosts uh, any rankings. Uh, Google's pretty smart in uh, in uh, parsing HTML in and of itself. Uh, they'll probably be able to tell uh, that you have a question and answer. At the end of the day, um, uh, uh, they're if they're going to convert your your 
the, the, the question into something else. Uh, like, uh, you know, what is the best red apples? They're going to show you best red apples as if you typed in best red apples. So we haven't done the testing, and I don't know what you guys think of what's what for on page is better, typing in actually what are the best red apples on your page or typing in best red apples on your page. Have you guys ever tested that? Missed the question. Well, <laughs> okay, so, the no. so I've never, never tested, tested. Best best is the weird case because you know if you put in Seattle plumber you see these unusual percentages of results that instantly have the word best thrown into the leading matches. Um, you can see this in Google, you know, search for for Seattle plumber and you can see the best effect. It's like Google almost favors that keyword to be there for some niches, not all. Yeah, um, and we don't know a lot about that and. Uh, uh, we are looking uh, into uh, Google's uh, natural language tools at their sentiment scoring, which looks like it might be related to that behavior. So it's kind of a new SEO factor. Yeah, and uh, we were playing with sentiment. I just want to be really careful about that and, and reiterate what Ted just said there. We don't know a lot about it. You should not just go sticking best in your title. Uh, because maybe it'll give you a boost. <laughs> uh, I, I would still say go with your specificity. If you're trying to rank for buy red apples, don't put best buy red apples or buy best red apples. Because you don't buy red apples at best buy. So you could do that, but then you'd be best, best buy. buy so. Yeah. <laughs> and then that might be a problem there. Unless you're doing some tricky thing where you're competing with best buy and you're trying to siphon off traffic. I've done that trick very successfully, in fact where, where uh, the client doesn't have any money to spend per month. Someone asked me this in my mentorship groups today, so I'll answer it here. Um, the client didn't have any money to spend per month, but was desperate, just desperate for me to make a website for him, so I did. And what I did was, uh, it was like, I'll, I'll use Best Buy as an example. It's like siphoning off, for people searching TV, Best Buy, Best Electronics, Best Buy, I made kind of like, does Best Buy have it kind of site. And it's siphoning off the traffic, and it's it's it doesn't have any links at all. It's ranking on page one, and it's getting traffic from siphoning off from people searching for Best Buy stuff. And then I give a review as to whether or not Best Buy has it, and if you should buy it in Best Buy, and maybe you want to buy on Amazon instead, or you know something like that. So it does get traffic. You can siphon traffic off from from big would, big brands. I would say a good example to test it on, especially if you're doing local, is to put it in one of your H2 or H3. Um, I'm starting to see some decent correlations between your GMB rankings and putting those types of keywords um, in your H2 and H3 tags. So um, I think it's going to become more and more relevant to be using those in, in those sections, especially for local. Jonathan Beal asks, when you have a new money site project, are you using a, pre are you using a previously owned domain for the power and niche relevance or a brand new site? You can. Sure, <laughs> that could be done. Either way, I do both. <laughs> you can buy a used domain and try and work that out. Uh, there's some pros and cons or some pitfalls uh, to watch out for. Make sure uh, it's clean. Yeah, make sure it's clean in the biggest one. But I love going back to that thing I found in uh, Google Search Console. Um, if you have a previous penalty, just make sure you say in the reconsideration request, uh, oh, uh, I just bought this domain. By the way, if you say that, they will probably re remove all the previous signals. So um, that if, you're, if you, it, their, their, their philosophy is if you've just bought the domain, you probably don't deserve all those backlinks. And so they could very well remove those signals. 
So be careful. I, that's why I don't like buying uh, age domains personally. Um, Jonathan also asks, do you guys 301 niche relevant domains to your brand new money site when you're starting a new project? You can. No, you can't. I don't, but why not? Let's, let's hear the pros and cons. Make sure it's clean. You know, you could fuck it up easily, you know, because I would rather start out a brand brand new than use someone else's brand. I have to, I have to, I mean, you can, I mean, there's nothing, no reason why you cannot. Um, I, I agree with Jordan on this one. Uh, ranking is, I'm not going to say it's so easy, but, but ranking is, is so possible if you have the right knowledge and if you have the scientific methods that, that I don't need to risk a, a, an age domain or 301 unquestionable domains to a new, new domain. Uh, I just, I just rank it. So it's not, not really necessary to take that extra risk. Uh, here's a question for Brad. Digital Excel asks, is there any chance of a paid replay of the conference or anything to that nature? I don't think Jordan wants to record it, to be honest. If you can be no. there live, yeah. No. I, I Everything, everything's going to be live. I don't I don't want to yeah. record it. Yeah, it's all NDA too because um, I, I don't want Ted or Kyle or Jordan holding back. So, um, yeah, we, we more than likely will not record it. Jordan's saying no, so that's how it's going to be because he could. Yeah, and the reason it. why is because I usually go over and beyond and tell you more than what I have planned, and I just don't want that getting out. Yeah, if, if at all possible, like if you have to move some shit around, I understand stuff comes up, but if at all possible, I would definitely make this because I haven't. Yeah. I, it, I've been in the industry for a while now and I've never seen an event like this, to be honest. Like I said, I'm surprised we were able to pull it off, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'd host it, you know, um, cover a lot of expenses just to be in the room with everyone. So I would pay <laughs> way more than what it, what it is. So, well, it's cause you guys are so darn charming. That's how you got us. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our, our persuasion. Uh, Chase wants me to let him in so he can blast this out on Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, next week, Chase. If you wanna, if you wanna argue with me, woohoo! <laughs> That'll be an exciting episode. Uh, Nicholas Fisher says sites not made on platforms such as WordPress are they not as plausible to get ranked as well as sites made with the CMS such as WordPress? So, is WordPress a ranking factor? I guess is what they're asking, or is there any problem with using a different platform, uh, which is called Bubble? Uh, not to my knowledge, uh, not unless Bubble is doing something weird, uh, breaking stuff, or WordPress is doing something weird and breaking stuff. Yeah, if the tech's good, you should still be able to rank it. You, I've ranked all kinds of HTML sites back in the day. So I'm just lazy and like WordPress. So Did you guys see I just, the recent I just, thing on uh, Wix? Uh, we yeah. Only, we all need to switch to Wix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what is this recent thing? Uh, somebody put on that they changed all their WordPress sites to Wix, and what an amazing boost they got. And I think they were trying to play that they weren't getting paid by Wix for this endorsement. Oh, okay. Well, um, I don't think that that's the way it works. I, I don't think that Wix is just necessarily going to rank you really well. Um, you have to worry about speed. You have to worry about schema. You have to worry about HTML. You have to worry about server response. CMSs uh, have to deal with all of that. So maybe Wix is better than the other ones. I strongly doubt it. Uh, I've done a whole bunch of SEO audits and I've on Wix sites, and they all sucked and had huge problems that I said, you need to fix this. And they said, we can't, we're on Wix. So <laughs> I've had clients like that too. That's when you uh, charge them to uh, transfer to WordPress. 
Yeah, and that that can be costly because they can have a lot of pages. I mean, that could be a big job, right? I think one of the biggest problems you run into in a closed program is you can't manipulate the URLs. Mm -hmm. Often, like, they'll do a .com, and if you want a page, they do slash page slash the name of page, or your product is slash product or service, and they kind of lock you into how their URL structure is going to be, and there's not much you can do about it. And a lot of times in SEO that you want to be able to get the URL to look like you want it to look. You want to be able to set up your folders like you'd like them set up, and... That's the only problem with a closed system, but tons of advantages, especially for people that uh, don't have access to web design development or you know don't have the time to do it themselves. Doing one of those programs is great because you can get a website up very quickly, much more quickly than WordPress even. But there are the kind of those technical things at the back end that can kind of come back and bite you. And sometimes some of those prefab solutions, e-commerce solutions, don't let you edit the shopping cart, and their shopping mm-hmm. carts are terrible. Uh, they're they're bad for conversions. So. I am always of the opinion that you should be able to custom build everything from scratch or have someone on your team who can custom build everything from scratch so you can change it when it's broken or it's not working. Paul Dillinger asks, uh, basically Paul's complaining here that his competitor has some fake reviews and he reported them to Google without any success. Um, Well, um, I would say you could go to John Mueller's Hangout and report them there. You could go to the Webmaster Trends uh, the webmaster, Google Webmaster Forum, or whatever it's called, and complain to their top contributors and see if they remove them there. Um, maybe they're not as fake as you think they are. Uh, and if they're getting away with it in your industry, then maybe you should do it too. Because uh, if they're not getting removed, and then the worst thing that's going to happen is that you're both going to catch a penalty on the same day and just remove it and get it fixed. Um... Now the comments just changed. Uh, Jonathan says they're linked to my mentor group. Yes, just go to secretseo.guru and you can read all about it. Secretseo.guru. That's because I am the secret SEO guru. Um, Desmond says, hey, Jordan, what do you think of Brian Willie and his teaching on local SEO? Uh, I've never watched it, but I do have a lot of people that came through my course that have taken his course and other courses. So um, they prefer my style of teaching. Um, I'm very much more direct than other people are, and I would say that my experience in being 11 years and doing just GMB um, and being in our Sky group says it all. So Brad would probably have to agree with that. Yeah, I've never taken it, but I've heard uh, I've heard some negative things come back. I'm sure there's negative shit about you know your course out there too, but we right. wouldn't know it. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, the way Jordan teaches, he, he breaks it down step by step and that's for cavemen like me, that's how, how we learn. So, yeah, Yeah, you're going to find negative stuff out there about everybody. Uh, the SEO industry is pretty, pretty, uh, uh, highly competitive and, and, uh, uh, a lot of testosterone floating around. (laughs) I do know, I do know that other course is quite a bit more expensive, right? Yeah, it's in it like twenty five hundred. Yeah, and Jordan, I, I tried to get Jordan to list his up in that range, uh, but he he said fuck off. And and, so. and I'll be honest, I don't really pay attention to what other people are doing. I do what I know works in my testing and my eleven years of doing GMB and knowing the factors, and I do what works for me. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. I don't have time to. I've taken some of their other courses just to see what they're doing, but but really. Uh, Colton asks a question for Ted. He says, Ted, where can I find this core update report? I'm an active subscriber. Oh, you, you answered. You said it's in core four. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you, Ted. 
Uh, and then uh, someone asked when your new software is coming out. You said this month. We're all very excited for that. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm looking for questions. Uh, he there's says a, there's a question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, you you go ahead. There's a question from Doodle Digital. It says, Ted, do we have to download the new software or will it update itself? Uh, you'll but there will be a bright orange update button that appears in Cora to let you know when it's available for download. Okay, uh, someone asks, uh, oh, it's George. He says, are video sitemaps still relevant? I don't use them, but I don't know if they're relevant. I don't do a lot of video. Um, I don't. I have no idea. I don't think they are. There uh, used to be like a hack to get them indexed, right, with one of the video sitemap plugins. Um, but I haven't heard much out of that lately. So Right. Yeah, and Holly has talked about that recently. And no, they're not working. So, yeah. so I don't think so. But I'll, um, I'll add a Cora factor for that. I think that's something I can detect. Cool. Uh, did, 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 looking for more questions that I can actually answer. Does URL structure matter like domain city city page versus domain city page? Um, in my opinion, no. I think, Kyle, you tested this, and I've tested it as well. And the rankings are better when you just have the keyword after the, 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 the root slash. At least that's what I recall. Is that correct? Yeah. When you get those questions like, should I do you know, plumber Dallas or Dallas plumber, do the search both ways and see if the results change dramatically. And if they don't, then they're probably considered the same keyword. You know, the, if the results are basically the same, then there is no difference between the two. Then do the one that human beings would like to read. You know, that makes sense to, to put on the page, and that's how I would go with it. I, I pick whichever one has the most volume. That's what I do. Right. It's, it's keyword specificity, just, just like anything yeah. else. And, then, and it matters a lot if you're changing your URL structure. So if it's a new site, then do it right. But if you have something out there live, I'd I'd probably not change if you can avoid it. And that's, that's a very I mean, good point. That's a very good point, Ted. Because as soon as we said do it this way, people who are already ranking are going to change it and hurt themselves. So yeah. yes, if you're already ranking, don't change it. But at the end of the day, you're getting all those keywords in the URL string anyway. It doesn't matter if it's slash Texas slash Plano or slash Texas dash Plano. That might rank a little bit better, but you've got the keywords in the URL string anyway. I've seen it work. I mean, you see shit ranking both ways, so yeah. obviously either can be done. I think I think the Texas dash Plano would be better because uh, yeah, it's the same page because it's a higher signal, but you're still in the URL string. Okay, and last question here. Uh, Power B asks, how do you know if reviews are faked or not? Uh, that doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter to Google because you can't know. What only matters is whether or not you've linked to a real third-party uh, verified site that kind of is representing the reviews. So if you've got a bunch of Yelp reviews, that'll pass. Amazon, that'll pass. Facebook, that'll pass. If you've got a bunch of reviews on Josh's local review site.com, sorry, that's not going to pass, right? So you have to link out to wherever your third-party reviews are, and, and the third party has to be some big brand that uh, Google's going to recognize, and that's 
Uh, then and it's a human it's a human thing. You're gonna bubble up. They're gonna see reviews without a link. It's gonna bubble up to the manual team. They're gonna eyeball it and they're gonna say, no, he links out. He's fine. Or no, he doesn't link out. Penalty. And that's what's gonna happen. I would say a good reference is to look at review sources on the AdWords because it'll tell you what the source is if you see a, a review string on AdWords. Ah, okay. Very interesting. So, so in AdWords, there's an extension where you can leave reviews, or not leave reviews, but show reviews from third-party sites and use what they're using. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, guys. This has been the White Hat versus Black at SEO show. I would like to thank Brad from NFG. I'd like to thank Jordan. I'd like to thank Kyle. I'd like to thank Ted for stopping by and talking. If you have any SEO questions at all, you can email me at joshpachinski at gmail.com. If you want information about my mentorship group or the conference that I'm going to be at, email me at joshpachinski at, uh, at gmail.com. And uh, uh, also you can go to nfgseo.com slash josh for the conference that we've got coming up. And if you want information on Quora, we've talked about so much. If you want information on Quora, go to bit.ly slash get dash Quora and you can get Quora there as well. Or you can and email Ted. And if you, want to see the, uh, if you want to see the boxing match, we can host a YouTube pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And all the money goes to, it's a thousand dollars a ticket and all the money yeah. goes to charity and yeah. it has to be held in Canada. So I have health care just in case Chase luckily manages to <laughs> click me somewhere. Uh, I'll do it in the U.S. We can do that. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks guys very much for showing up. And as I always say, good luck in the Serps. And for those about to rank, we salute you. And tune in next week at 1 p.m. Unless next week 1 p.m. is the fourth uh, Thursday. No, it's not. It's the 20th because I'm holding a course on the fourth Thursday of the month. So thanks, guys. We'll see you next week and talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Make it rain.